Section twelve of the Brothers Karamazov by Fyodor Dostoevsky. Translated by Constance Garnett. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Bruce Peary. Book two, chapter seven. A young man bent on a career. Alyosha helped Father Zosima to his bedroom and seated him on his bed. It was a little room furnished with the bare necessities. There was a narrow iron bedstead with a strip of felt for a mattress. In the corner under the icons was a reading-desk with the cross and the gospel lying on it. The elder sank exhausted on the bed. His eyes glittered and he breathed hard. He looked intently at Alyosha as though considering something. Go, my dear boy, go. Porfiry is enough for me make haste you are needed there go and wait at the father superior's table let me stay here alyosha entreated you are more needed there there is no peace there you will wait and be of service if evil spirits rise up repeat a prayer and remember my son the elder liked to call him that this is not the place for you in the future when it is god's will to call me leave the monastery go away for good alyosha started what is it this is not your place for the time i bless you for great service in the world yours will be a long pilgrimage and you will have to take a wife too you will have to bear all before you come back there will be much to do but i don't doubt of you and so i send you forth christ is with you do not abandon him and he will not abandon you you will see great sorrow and in that sorrow you will be happy this is my last message to you in sorrow seek happiness work work unceasingly remember my words for although i shall talk with you again not only my days but my hours are numbered alyosha's face again betrayed strong emotion the corners of his mouth quivered what is it again father zosima asked smiling gently the worldly may follow the dead with tears but here we rejoice over the father who is departing we rejoice and pray for him leave me i must pray go and make haste be near your brothers and not near one only but near both father zosima raised his hand to bless him alyosha could make no protest though he had a great longing to remain he longed moreover to ask the significance of his bowing to dmitri the question was on the tip of his tongue but he dared not ask it he knew that the elder would have explained it unasked if he had thought fit but evidently it was not his will that action had made a terrible impression on alyosha he believed blindly in its mysterious significance mysterious and perhaps awful as he hastened out of the hermitage precincts to reach the monastery in time to serve at the father superior's dinner he felt a sudden pang at his heart and stopped short he seemed to hear again father zosima's words foretelling his approaching end what he had foretold so exactly must infallibly come to pass alyosha believed that implicitly but how could he be left without him how could he live without seeing and hearing him where should he go 
he had told him not to weep and to leave the monastery good god it was long since alyosha had known such anguish he hurried through the copse that divided the monastery from the hermitage and unable to bear the burden of his thoughts he gazed at the ancient pines beside the path he had not far to go about five hundred paces he expected to meet no one at that hour but at the first turn of the path he noticed rakitin he was waiting for someone are you waiting for me asked alyosha overtaking him yes grinned rakitin you are hurrying to the father superior i know he has a banquet there's not been such a banquet since the superior entertained the bishop and general pahatov do you remember i shan't be there but you go and hand the sauces tell me one thing alexey what does that vision mean that's what i want to ask you what vision that bowing to your brother dmitri and didn't he tap the ground with his forehead too you speak of father zassima yes of father zassima tapped the ground ah an irreverent expression well what of it anyway what does that vision mean i don't know what it means misha i knew he wouldn't explain it to you there's nothing wonderful about it of course only the usual holy mummery but there was an object in the performance all the pious people in the town will talk about it and spread the story through the province wondering what it meant to my thinking the old man really has a keen nose he sniffed a crime your house stinks of it what crime rakitin evidently had something he was eager to speak of it will be in your family this crime between your brothers and your rich old father so father zosima flopped down to be ready for what may turn up if something happens later on it'll be ah the holy man foresaw it prophesied it though it's a poor sort of prophecy flopping like that ah but it was symbolic they'll say an allegory and the devil knows what all it'll be remembered to his glory he predicted the crime and marked the criminal that's always the way with these crazy fanatics they cross themselves at the tavern and throw stones at the temple like your elder he takes a stick to a just man and falls at the feet of a murderer what crime what murderer what do you mean alyosha stopped dead rakitin stopped too what murderer as though you didn't know i bet you'd thought of it before that's interesting too by the way listen alyosha you always speak the truth though you're always between two stools have you thought of it or not answer i have answered alyosha in a low voice even rakitin was taken aback what have you really he cried i i've not exactly thought it muttered alyosha but directly you began speaking so strangely i fancied i had thought of it myself you see and how well you've expressed it looking at your father and your brother mitya to-day you thought of a crime then i'm not mistaken but wait wait a minute alyosha broke in uneasily what has led you to see all this why does it interest you that's the first question two questions disconnected but natural i'll deal with them separately what led me to see it 
i shouldn't have seen it if i hadn't suddenly understood your brother dmitri seen right into the very heart of him all at once i caught the whole man from one trait these very honest but passionate people have a line which mustn't be crossed if it were he'd run at your father with a knife but your father's a drunken and abandoned old sinner who can never draw the line if they both let themselves go they'll both come to grief no misha no if that's all you've reassured me it won't come to that but why are you trembling let me tell you he may be honest our mitya he is stupid but honest but he's a sensualist that's the very definition and inner essence of him it's your father has handed him on his low sensuality do you know i simply wonder at you alyosha how you can have kept your purity you're a karamazov too you know in your family sensuality is carried to a disease but now these three sensualists are watching one another with their knives in their belts the three of them are knocking their heads together and you may be the fourth you are mistaken about that woman dmitri despises her said alyosha with a sort of shudder grushenka no brother he doesn't despise her since he has openly abandoned his betrothed for her he doesn't despise her there's something here my dear boy that you don't understand yet a man will fall in love with some beauty with a woman's body or even with a part of a woman's body a sensualist can understand that and he'll abandon his own children for her sell his father and mother and his country russia too if he's honest he'll steal if he's humane he'll murder if he's faithful he'll deceive pushkin the poet of women's feet sung of their feet in his verse others don't sing their praises but they can't look at their feet without a thrill and it's not only their feet contempt's no help here brother even if he did despise grushenka he does but he can't tear himself away i understand that alyosha jerked out suddenly really well i dare say you do understand since you blurted out at the first word said rakitin malignantly that escaped you unawares and the confession's the more precious so it's a familiar subject you've thought about it already about sensuality i mean oh you virgin soul you're a quiet one alyosha you're a saint i know but the devil only knows what you've thought about and what you know already you are pure but you've been down into the depths i've been watching you a long time you're a karamazov yourself you're a thorough karamazov no doubt birth and selection have something to answer for you're a sensualist from your father crazy saint from your mother why do you tremble is it true then do you know grushenka has been begging me to bring you along i'll pull off his cassock she says you can't think how she keeps begging me to bring you i wondered why she took such an interest in you do you know she's an extraordinary woman too thank her and say i'm not coming said alyosha with a strained smile finish what you were saying misha i'll tell you my idea after there's nothing to finish it's all clear it's the same old tune brother 
if even you are a sensualist at heart what of your brother ivan he's a karamazov too what is at the root of all you karamazovs is that you're all sensual grasping and crazy your brother ivan writes theological articles in joke for some idiotic unknown motive of his own though he's an atheist and he admits it's a fraud himself that's your brother ivan he's trying to get mitya's betrothed for himself and i fancy he'll succeed too and what's more it's with mitya's consent for mitya will surrender his betrothed to him to be rid of her and escape to grushenka and he's ready to do that in spite of all his nobility and disinterestedness observe that those are the most fatal people who the devil can make you out he recognizes his vileness and goes on with it let me tell you too the old man your father is standing in mitya's way now he has suddenly gone crazy over grushenka his mouth waters at the sight of her it's simply on her account he made that scene in the cell just now simply because musov called her an abandoned creature he's worse than a tomcat in love at first she was only employed by him in connection with his taverns and in some other shady business but now he has suddenly realized all she is and has gone wild about her he keeps pestering her with his offers not honorable ones of course and they'll come into collision the precious father and son on that path but grushenka favors neither of them she's still playing with them and teasing them both considering which she can get most out of for though she could filch a lot of money from the papa he wouldn't marry her and maybe he'll turn stingy in the end and keep his purse shut that's where mitya's value comes in he has no money but he's ready to marry her yes ready to marry her to abandon his betrothed a rare beauty katerina ivanovna who's rich and the daughter of a colonel and to marry grushenka who has been the mistress of a dissolute old merchant samsonov a coarse uneducated provincial mayor some murderous conflict may well come to pass from all this and that's what your brother ivan is waiting for it would suit him down to the ground he'll carry off katerina ivanovna for whom he is languishing and pocket her dowry of sixty thousand that's very alluring to start with for a man of no consequence and a beggar and take note he won't be wronging mitya but doing him the greatest service for i know as a fact that mitya only last week when he was with some gypsy girls drunk in a tavern cried out aloud that he was unworthy of his betrothed katya but that his brother ivan he was the man who deserved her and katerina ivanovna will not in the end refuse such a fascinating man as ivan she's hesitating between the two of them already and how has that ivan won you all so that you all worship him he is laughing at you and enjoying himself at your expense how do you know how can you speak so confidently alyosha asked sharply frowning why do you ask and are frightened at my answer it shows that you know i'm speaking the truth you don't like ivan ivan wouldn't be tempted by money 
really and the beauty of katerina ivanovna is not only the money though a fortune of sixty thousand is an attraction ivan is above that he wouldn't make up to anyone for thousands it is not money it's not comfort ivan is seeking perhaps it's suffering he is seeking what wild dream now oh you aristocrats ah oh, misha he has a stormy spirit his mind is in bondage he is haunted by a great unsolved doubt he is one of those who don't want millions but an answer to their questions that's plagiarism alyosha you're quoting your elders phrases ah ivan has set you a problem cried rakitin with undisguised malice his face changed and his lips twitched and the problem's a stupid one it's no good guessing it rack your brains you'll understand it his article is absurd and ridiculous and did you hear his stupid theory just now if there's no immortality of the soul then there's no virtue and everything is lawful and by the way do you remember how your brother mitya cried out i will remember an attractive theory for scoundrels i'm being abusive that's stupid not for scoundrels but for pedantic poseurs haunted by profound unsolved doubts he's showing off and what it all comes to is on the one hand we cannot but admit and on the other it must be confessed his whole theory is a fraud humanity will find in itself the power to live for virtue even without believing in immortality it will find it in love for freedom for equality for fraternity rakitin could hardly restrain himself in his heat but suddenly as though remembering something he stopped short well that's enough he said with a still more crooked smile why are you laughing do you think i'm a vulgar fool no i never dreamed of thinking you a vulgar fool you are clever but never mind i was silly to smile i understand you're getting hot about it misha i guess from your warmth that you are not indifferent to katerina ivanovna yourself i've suspected that for a long time brother that's why you don't like my brother ivan are you jealous of him and jealous of her money too won't you add that i'll say nothing about money i'm not going to insult you i believe it since you say so but confound you and your brother ivan with you don't you understand that one might very well dislike him apart from katerina ivanovna and why the devil should i like him he condescends to abuse me you know why haven't i a right to abuse him i've never heard of his saying anything about you good or bad he doesn't speak of you at all but i heard that the day before yesterday at katerina ivanovna's he was abusing me for all he was worth you see what an interest he takes in your humble servant and which is the jealous one after that brother i can't say 
he was so good as to express the opinion that if i don't go in for the career of an archimandrite in the immediate future and don't become a monk i shall be sure to go to petersburg and get on to some solid magazine as a reviewer that i shall write for the next ten years and in the end become the owner of the magazine and bring it out on the liberal and atheistic side with a socialistic tinge with a tiny gloss of socialism but keeping a sharp lookout all the time that is keeping in with both sides and hoodwinking the fools according to your brother's account the tinge of socialism won't hinder me from laying by the proceeds and investing them under the guidance of some jew till at the end of my career i build a great house in petersburg and move my publishing offices to it and let out the upper stories to lodgers he has even chosen the place for it near the new stone bridge across the neva which they say is to be built in petersburg ah misha that's just what will really happen every word of it cried alyosha unable to restrain a good-humoured smile you are pleased to be sarcastic too alexey fyodoritch no no i'm joking forgive me i've something quite different in my mind but excuse me who can have told you all this you can't have been at katerina ivanovna's yourself when he was talking about you i wasn't there but dmitri fyodorovitch was and i heard him tell it with my own ears if you want to know he didn't tell me but i overheard him unintentionally of course for i was sitting in grushenka's bedroom and i couldn't go away because dmitri fyodorovitch was in the next room oh yes i'd forgotten she was a relation of yours a relation that grushenka a relation of mine cried rakitin turning crimson are you mad you're out of your mind why isn't she a relation of yours i heard so where can you have heard it you karamazovs brag of being an ancient noble family though your father used to run about playing the buffoon at other men's tables and was only admitted to the kitchen as a favour i may be only a priest's son and dirt in the eyes of noblemen like you but don't insult me so lightly and wantonly i have a sense of honour too alexey fyodorovitch i couldn't be a relation of grushenka a common harlot i beg you to understand that rakitin was intensely irritated forgive me for goodness sake i had no idea besides how can you call her a harlot is she that sort of woman alyosha flushed suddenly i tell you again i heard that she was a relation of yours you often go to see her and you told me yourself you're not her lover i never dreamed that you of all people had such contempt for her does she really deserve it i may have reasons of my own for visiting her that's not your business but as for relationship your brother or even your father is more likely to make her yours than mine well here we are you'd better go to the kitchen hello what's wrong what is it are we late they can't have finished dinner so soon have the karamazovs been making trouble again no doubt they have here's your father and your brother ivan after him they've broken out from the father superiors and look father isidore is shouting out something after them from the steps and your father's shouting and waving his arms i expect he's swearing bah and there goes musov driving away in his carriage you see he's going 
and there's old maximov running there must have been a row there can't have been any dinner surely they've not been beating the father superior or have they perhaps been beaten it would serve them right there was reason for rakitin's exclamations there had been a scandalous and unprecedented scene it had all come from the impulse of a moment end of section twelve